listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 22. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who just pulled my hair and smacked my face, and I'm in a really good mood now. John Brown's here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> you deserve that, girl. I, I did. Yeah, I did. I'm did. okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a big thanks to our kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash Kayla Lord's for making this episode possible. This week, we're sharing a few ways to actually prove yourself in a DS relationship and Spoiler alert, it's not what rando wannabe doms say it is. Mm. Uh, another spoiler alert, this comes from a blog post I wrote in 2017 when I went on an, an, a rant. I was very annoyed when I, I put this list together. So I don't know, will I rant this time? We'll find out. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Uh, if you enjoy what you hear, hear, hear. Third time I've done that. Uh, we'd love it if you would add this podcast to your favorite podcast app. We're on all of them. Uh, you can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and number one, that's LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM. All links are in the show notes, which can be found at LovingBDSM.net. Okay, so yes. I went on a tear. I was really you... tired of Twitter doms talking about what real submissives do. Yeah. And even some submissives going, well, real doms. And I'm just, my eyes about rolled out of my damn head. So I was like, nah, what do you actually have to do to prove your damn self in mm. your power exchange relationship to show that you are there and trying and want it to be a real thing? And this is what I came up okay. with. We ready to dive in? Sure. Number one. You're willing to communicate. You don't have to be good at communication from day one. Guess what? The moment you turn kinky, you did not forget all of your vanilla bad habits and the things that like did not help your vanilla life or mm-hmm. relationships. So you have skills to learn. Communication is one of them. That is a lifelong skill. It's ongoing. I still learn shit about communication all day. And I think I came out of the womb talking. So <laughs> I'm just saying. That explains a lot. But the willing <laughs> the willingness to communicate, the willingness to try and say the hard thing, to find the pathways of how do I express myself that's verbally, that's in writing, that can be audio messages that you record on your phone mm-hmm. in the dark of night. Like it doesn't matter how you do it. It's being willing to have the conversations, to talk about the things on your mind, to listen to your partner, to say, I like this, I don't like this, this was good, this was bad. The willingness, at the beginning, the willingness matters the most. Yes. But I think you need to like make progress and get better well, over time and, as, and at communicating. What I was waiting to jump in to say was part of that willingness to communicate, you know, not everybody is good at communicating, like you said. And just because you come into DS, there is the willing willingness to learn to communicate mm-hmm. better, mm-hmm. The, the willingness to educate yourself and, and practice at it and work at it and become better at it. Mm-hmm. And something I've said in a, f- a few times lately, I don't know YouTube or on the podcast, but I know I've said it a few times. It's also being a person who is a safe place for the other person to tell you the hard things Mm -hmm. because communication is not just what you say it is taking in what the other person says and finding that mutual pathway forward so can your partner tell you they did not like that kink thing you just did can they tell you that they cannot handle this behavior from you or how that thing went down can they tell you that you were wrong 
and hmm. can you take it? That's part of communication too. Yeah. But the willingness to learn, the willingness to communicate, that's that's one of my ways that you prove yourself. There you go. Which brings us to number two, you respect boundaries. Everybody gets to have boundaries. Yes. Uh, doms, don't don't ever, ever, ever throw out the, well, I'm the dom. The submissive should just trust me. You have just waved two red flags. Like, mm -hmm. like you're at the Indy 500 or whatever, trying to start or stop a race. What? Why? What have you done to earn that trust? Which we'll get there. That's another mm -hmm. one. Ba everybody gets boundaries and limits. Your boundaries and limits might not align with the person you're interested in. They might not align with your current partner. That is something that you have to figure out how you're gonna navigate and there's no right answer to that either. But if a person has a boundary, they have a boundary you respect it. Right. No loopholes, do not no. go looking for fucking loopholes. Don't, don't go looking for loopholes. And this makes me think back to something we talked about a little bit ago. Um, where a person has a um, hard limit of not being bitten. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. we right? got, Where did we get that from? I think that came from Reddit. Yes, it did come yeah. from Reddit. Yes, it is. So yes. this person had a hard limit of not being bitten. That was their boundary. That line was not to be crossed. And during a encounter with their partner, they were deep in the moment and they said, do whatever you want to me. They bit the person. That was a blatant. Ooh, that's yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I I have such trust issues. I don't know if we're coming back from that mm -hmm. because you know you you have to respect those boundaries. I I even know with Kayla when you know and she's done that to me a number of times. You know, do whatever you want, hit me harder. I know I am not going to cross any lines and i really think when i have said that i say that in the security that whatever you want and the rest of the sentence i don't say is within my boundaries yes yeah. because we have built the relationship where we don't have to mm -hmm. uh, the other thing i don't want to just call out doms here uh submissives you don't get to demand dominance from somebody if uh, doms get limits too doms are not up for just sure. anything and yes that can be the thing you're craving most in the midst of your sub frenzy mm -hmm. you still don't get to demand it from anybody we all we all get to figure out for ourselves where our boundaries and limits are and can those boundaries and limits change over time of course there were things Ages ago, I was like, no, that's that's not going to be for me. And then I learned and then I experimented and I felt safe yeah. and then I was willing to try. And then I, on my own, with the support of a good partner, expanded my boundaries and limits to include things that I had once previously not included. That is right. my prerogative and my mm -hmm. right and no outside pressure should be applied to make somebody do that. That's no, no, mm -hmm. no. Think I'm already on a rant. Yeah. What I wrote was doing anything less than respecting boundaries and limits shows a lack of consent, erodes trust, creates a toxic environment, and means you're flunking BDSM 101. That's right. So they. Yep. Okay, next one. Brings us number three. You earn trust. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm so tired of trust being like, well, you should just trust me. I have this title that I gave myself, and that just means I should be trusted. Fuck uh, you nope. and the horse she rode in on. <laughs> oh, what boy. the fuck have you Here she goes. done to earn I'm my trust? Sit back now. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I used to feel bad because I had serious trust issues. We've talked about this for years on this podcast. My walls are 100 feet high and 10 feet thick. And John Brownstone did a lot of fucking work to get through those walls. But 
trust issues are protective. I'm going to wait to see if you do the things you say you'll do. I'm going to wait to see if you really are the person you're claiming to be. And that is how you earn trust. You are honest and you have integrity and you, to the best of your ability, you keep your word in all things. That is both sides of the slash. A submissive has to earn trust just as much as a dominant has to earn trust. A dominant has a harder road to walk there because you're the one doing the things that can cause actual harm to a submissive and too many are floating around out there online uh, with, you know, as air quote doms, they've gifted themselves a title. They've put up the porn avatar on Twitter. Uh, they only post, you know, was it the headless, the headless, headless man, man in a suit. suit? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they think that if they say the right words, that's, that's all that's required and bullshit. Okay. If you want my trust, you're going to work for it. If I want your trust, I'm going to fucking work for it. It is no more or less a part of all of the other work that goes into actually forming a healthy power exchange. Right. It's all communications there. Consent is there. Respecting boundaries and limits. If, if I know that you respect my boundaries and limits, if I know I can say something to you and I and you will say and you will respond and we can have a conversation, if I know those things about you, we are well on our way mm-hmm. to earning trust between one another. Yeah. But it is not commanded. It is not automatic. And motherfucker, you got to fucking work for it. Or what are we doing here? Absolutely. And I went on a rant. Okay. Okay. Number four, you must be honest. Oh. Do I think that you have to bear every single detail of your soul to somebody? No. Um, I would like that person to be a safe space where you could if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. We get to keep things private now. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we need to disclose things that would be relevant to the activities of our power exchange. If certain things are triggers for you, your partner probably needs to know that so that they avoid those. But you need to be able to say the hard thing. Also, you need to be able to, let's go back to this word, trust that your partner is being honest with you. Right. So part of that means not acting like you're single when you're really married with five kids and actually you have two double lives plus this online thing you're doing. Like, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not impressed by that. Um, but so it means, you know, yeah, I am this person. This is the type of person I am. Instead of lying and pretending to be an ideal because you're talking online first and you can be whoever the fuck you want and then getting somebody's feelings involved because you're afraid that somebody wouldn't like the real you. Well, you don't need hmm. everybody to like the real you. You need the right person to like the real you. There you go. If you can't be honest about who you are, who the fuck is going to ever be the right person who likes you? <laughs> That's part of honesty. Then there is... The feedback we give one another is we're developing power exchange relationship. I can't lie. I mean, I can't because I'm a shitty liar, but I can't lie to JB and go, that was a great session if it's fucking sucked. One, he's going to think that was great, which he's not. He's smart enough. He'd go, that was was shit. Why are you lying to me? (laughs) But how can he improve if I tell him he was perfect all the time because he's the dom? Um, If I also can't handle hearing hard truths about myself and I need to be lied to to have my ego stroked. No, no. So you want to prove yourself in power exchange. You want to earn the trust. You want to get consent. You want to do all the crazy kinky things we do. You've got to be honest. 
you can mm-hmm. still be private and keep things close to your chest until you're ready to share them, until you know this person is safe to share them. But in general, when asked a question, give an honest fucking answer. Right. You don't have to be an ass to be honest, but you do need to just be truthful. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that brings us to number five. You earn respect. So I am of that old school thing where I am sort of just conditioned, possibly because I'm a cis woman in this society, to try to be respectful to people. Like I'm also Mm -hmm. quite Southern. So in my mind, you are respectful to your elders just because they're old. Uh, That is absolutely how I was raised. And I know a lot of us walk around with something similar, that kind of thing. In power exchange, in relationships in general, Respect is not an automatic, I will give you the respect of a fellow human being, okay? I will not shit on you or treat you badly because I you've given, until you give yeah. me reason I, to. I, th- I think respect is something for, like like you say, you, you kind of start at a middle ground. Right, I'll give you a baseline of respect. A, a baseline of, of human respect. Right. And it can go up or down exactly. from there. And that's where I finally differ from the way it was taught, which is if you're a shitty person, I don't have to give you respect Mm -hmm. um, because you just exist and you're older than me and I'm supposed to give it. The same is true in power exchange. Just because you've labeled yourself the dom, you are not entitled to an inherent level of respect. You have to earn that shit. How do we Mm -hmm. earn that shit? We are honest. We communicate. We respect consent. We, uh, you know, share important information. We take in important information. We become a person worthy of the treatment we deserve you, sh- you show you're consistent oh consistency yes we did a whole episode on consistency yes. um but yeah if you if you want to prove yourself in your relationship you earn the respect of your partner and it is not about what you say it's about what you do mm-hmm. words can be important but on a certain level in my mind they are meaningless because you know what I'm looking at actions, and as a person with trust the words, issues, the I'm words even, need to be backed up by action. And I'm not even just looking at actions; I'm looking at patterns of actions. Mm-hmm. Because any any trained monkey can do a good trick one time. I need to know you—that's who the fuck you are. Right. That you're not just doing the right thing because I'm watching you and giving you side eye and, and got like <laughs> my little grade book out. I'm like, well, did they pass that test? The test is, is this who you are consistently? Right. Which is why, and I've been there in vanilla relationships and I see a lot of people go through it in power exchange. They're like, well, in the beginning they did all the right things, but then they just stopped. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, they did what they had to do to win you. Now that they got you, they don't think they have to do anything mm-hmm. to keep you. And that's to me the mark of somebody. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm looking not, I'm not listening to words. I'm barely listening to them because what I'm waiting to see is do your words match your actions? But I'm not even just paying attention to actions. I'm then looking at patterns of actions. What do you do consistently? Who the fuck are you when you think nobody's watching? That's Mm -hmm. what I care about. And this was a ranty one. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that. That, That's that's kind of it. (laughs) And, you know, I I just want to say in in the past, I, I have talked about these five things being what I consider the foundation mm-hmm. of your DS. Mm-hmm. Um, DS is build like building a house. You need to have these five things for a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. 
And once you have that solid foundation, then everything else mm -hmm. gets built around it. Yeah, the kinky fun, the dynamic you want for your power exchange, the details of that, they get added on layer by layer, moment by moment over time. Mm -hmm. That foundation of these things is what keeps this relationship potentially going for as long as it can. Some relationships are going to end because they've got yeah. a natural lifespan. Some are going to end because one of you was putting in the effort and the other wasn't. And sometimes it's going to end because both of you went, yeah, I just don't want to do this anymore. Hmm. That's, that's just, it, it's a natural flow of things. But if your goal is a happy, healthy power exchange relationship in whatever form that looks like to you, look for the partner and be the partner mm. who will prove yourself in these ways. Fuck all those tests. I, a part of this rant came from, I was hearing about all these online doms who were like, here are my tests to prove you're a real submissive. And then it was just like a, a laundry list of kink acts that then had to be recorded and documented clearly for that online dom <laughs> to get their rocks off. And that's the only real purpose it served. It's not proving anything. It no, doesn't prove no. what kind of person you are because i think what's easy for people to forget in these situations especially when they're new is that we are people first this with the yeah. same things that all people need just to be seen and respected and honored and to have integrity and to earn and build trust and to communicate with one another all, that's true across the board kink does not kick all of that out and make it irrelevant it actually makes it more relevant than most other interactions we might have with people and so, mm -hmm. yeah, those online bullshit tests that, you know, these motherfuckers want to, like, come up with, fuck that shit. Yeah. That proves nothing. Mm-mm. Ugh. Nope. Okay. Before I go on another rant, we're going to wrap it up. There we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy ranty, ranty episodes like this, uh, talk to us on the socials. Let me know. <laughs> I always feel weird when I go on a fun rant and the people are like, oh, my God, Kayla's gone on a rant. <laughs> Get the popcorn. <laughs> so, um, that's it for us um, mm -hmm. this week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.